Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Austin Strick with you here on the block, joined as we are uh, this time every Thursday by Andrew Alex, who I did warn uh, when I got him on the phone that we are a bit off the rails here. Um, Andrew, are you the type that, uh, you know, keeps things going off the rails? You lean into the chaos or are you a get back on track kind of guy? Uh, I mean, I'm somewhere in the middle. It really depends on my mood on a day-to-day basis, uh, but you know, as the man who taught Nathan Brennan how to do radio, uh, you could probably get me a sense that going off the rails is something that I am uh, familiar with. Is teaching Nate Brennan radio a sport? Uh, no, but it, it was taxing. <laughs> Fair enough. Is fishing a sport? Uh, is fishing a sport? So, so to define a sport, Right, I, I would say it's any sort of competition where athletic ability is to your benefit. Okay, I like that. So fishing is really, I, I guess, athletic ability could be to your benefit. But is it consistently to your benefit? Not necessarily, no. So I don't, maybe not think this is a sport. But I would say golf's a sport. Yes, I think we're there. Um, the other one that was kind of divisive was NASCAR, or just general auto racing. Yes or no? Sport or not? So that's a tough one, because obviously, like, the vehicle in and of itself matters. And, mm-hmm. like, if you don't have a fast car, you don't have a fast car. And, like, it is what it is. Because, but... Not everyone can be a NASCAR driver. Not everyone can, like, people underestimate the amount of, like, G-force that's being pushed against you every time you turn in one of those cars at, like, 150 miles an hour, whatever they're driving. It's probably more. I'm not a huge NASCAR fan. But, uh, so I would say it's not a sport because of the mechanical aspect to it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it, it, it gets, like, honorable mention like these guys i wouldn't call them athletes but they're like warriors in their own uh someone yeah someone on the text line said uh teaching nate radio couldn't have been a sport but it was closer to a rodeo would you concur (laughs) yeah uh, i mean it was my life for two years was working with him and living with him at the same time so we would just go Work home bar, work home bar, work home bar. <laughs> Nothing in my life could be better compared to a rodeo than that period of time. <laughs> Double A, Andrew Alex, what's going on, my friend? How are you today? Well, that's Jack. How are you, sir? Doing wonderful, doing wonderful. Listen, uh, real quick, let's jump into some NBA playoff stuff. The, the playoffs kind of got off to a rocky start in some ways. A lot of the road teams kind of jumped out on people. Jimmy Butler showed his... Uh, you know, just who he is, Jimmy Buckets, and going into uh, uh, you know, Milwaukee and stealing one. Uh, the Nuggets is just doing what the Nuggets do because the Timberwolves are just soft as cotton. Now, uh, Lakers uh, without John Morant did what they had to do on the first game, uh, so forth and so on. The Hawks are trash, and then um, a tough Knicks team goes in, and so you're starting to see some balancing out of some of these competitions. Teams have done what they needed to do. 
Which one in which series right now uh, has moved up your board as most intriguing to watch? And the second question of that is, how far can the Lakers go? Because when I watched that Lakers team, uh, the first game, LeBron looked gassed. Second game, D'Angelo Russell and um, both uh, him and um, Davis were trash. Uh, and Bron goes for 28 and 12. So he shows up, everybody else doesn't. And the next thing you know, uh, the Grizzlies win that one. So what's moved up the bar and looking more intriguing for you? And then how far can the Lakers go? Um, all right. So to start things off, I think that we need to uh, dispel this false notion that a lot of LeBron fans have. And by the way, I'm not against LeBron. I, I At times in his career, uh, notably when he played in Cleveland, I was very pro-LeBron. Uh, at that time, you know, the Cavs were in the dichotomy of the league of where it was the Cavs and the Warriors every year. I, I was squarely rooting for Cleveland. But it's not 2016 strict. And the idea that LeBron James can single-handedly will you to a championship through, you know, an entire, you know, four rounds of playoff series where he's playing every single minute in the game is it's just not the case anymore. You yeah. know, father time comes for all. And LeBron James is still incredibly impressive, but I just don't think that the Lakers can lean on him the way that maybe they did even just a few years ago in 2020, and that's when Anthony Davis in the playoffs was fully fresh, fully healthy, and, you know, without question at the top of his game. Uh, but at the same time, right, and we, you know, we've talked about the West on this show before, and there's no sure things, right? It seems like every team has a fatal flaw. Mm-hmm. So if suddenly AD gets going and, you know, D'Angelo Russell is a hell of a player and uh, I, I really like what we've seen in the development of Austin Reeves. I mean, I definitely wouldn't put it past them. To, is he, well, pause, uh, pause. Is he Austin Crozier or is he real, really like that? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think he, so, I mean, it, it is the question like, is this guy good or are we just paying attention to him because he had a couple of good games, he plays for the Lakers and he plays alongside LeBron James? I think it's too early to tell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But someone, I mean, based on what he's done already, he's going to get paid by someone eventually, right? He's, he's about to touch NBA some paperwork. Work. Yes, sir, AD. <laughs> but, hey, I mean, yeah. I think that if you're the Lakers right now, this is a, a positive development as you get to this point in the season and it becomes apparent, like you, like you mentioned, with LeBron James being gassed, that you need people to turn to. You have Anthony Davis, you have D'Angelo Russell, you put a fourth in there. All right. Well, maybe maybe we're cooking right now. now right. Uh, I kind of like them to get past the Grizzlies, but at the same time, like I wouldn't be entirely surprised if the result ended up being, uh, you know, in the opposite direction. Uh, how far can they go? I mean, I, be- I believe they have it in them to go as far as the NBA Finals and losing to Milwaukee or a Boston. Yeah. Uh, but I, I wouldn't call that the the most likely outcome, right? Like, I, I think that what it sets up for, right, is 
you have a Grizzlies team that, to a degree, been spiraling, and if you could take care of them, then it looks like you're taking on a Sacramento team who I think is very good, very underrated, not a lot of playoff experience, and you're playing against LeBron James. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and that's a team that uh, I think, you know, you, if Anthony Davis is there and he's playing well, maybe you're neutralizing uh, you know, some of the, the, the talent that Sacramento has on the inside. And then you're in the Western Conference Finals, and it's LeBron James, and anything goes. So, uh, you, you know, knowing Lakers fans, working with Lakers fans on a day-to-day basis, I uh, you can you can hear the palpable uh, excitement. You know, Duke basketball lost uh, too early in the Yankees season for these people to care. Cowboys don't play for a few months. The Lakers fans, it's good for them to be excited. You know, they're always excited. But uh, yeah, I. Ultimately, uh, with this team, I, I think they made some really smart moves with the trade deadline that put them in a position right now, as I'm talking about them, even having a chance. If you think back to three months ago, I, I, I thought this operation was done, tear it up, rip it out, throw it in the trash can, and good thing they got that championship because ultimately this LeBron and Elliott thing was a failure. Mm-hmm. Now suddenly they have a second shot at life. And uh, if you're a Lakers fan, that's all they can ask for right now. I'll say in this series, Lakers in six. Hmm. All right. I'll ask you both of you this uh, on the Lakers train. Can Austin Reeves become as valuable as Alex Caruso? I know they're not the same type of player. Reeves, better shooter. Caruso, better defender. But can Austin Reeves become as valuable as Alex Caruso? Hmm. I mean, again, like you're saying, two very different skill sets. But, I mean, you know, through two playoff games, the stat lines speak for themselves. He's been in double figures. I mean, you know, 23 points in the win was huge. And... You know, it, going back to the regular season, you know, you look in the month of April and you look in the month of uh, March, I mean, 20 points per game in April, 17 points per game in March, is a legitimate scoring option for them right now. So I, I, I think that is valuable because at least at this stage in LeBron James's career, like if a team can entirely – focus their efforts, right? I mean, you saw you brought in Russell Westbrook, who's by all accounts, you know, he's a good defender and mm-hmm. he can get boards and he can do this and he can do that. But when he wasn't on and all the attention turned to LeBron James, what were the Lakers doing? Well, they weren't winning basketball games. If you can, you know, spread the floor a little bit, that's very valuable for this Lakers team. So I, I, I definitely uh, I definitely would say that he can be. He can be if he can sustain this performance. So check this out, man. Uh, big news has come down. Uh, this is, you know, we may have a couple more for you, but the, I'll throw this one out at you. Big news has come down now with regards to uh, Draymond Green, and he's going to be absent. He has been suspended. Um, I personally think it was a 5D chess move on the behalf of uh, Sabonis and the way that he did that. 
Um, there is a remembering of what his loss was in the vaunted 3-1 comeback from those Cleveland Cavaliers that you recently spoke of about led by LeBron James. Now in his absent down 2-0, what does this series look like to you between the Golden State Warriors and the Sacramento Kings, and have they surprised you? Uh, well, I like the Kings in this series coming in for a, uh, a number of reasons, but I mean, I, I think that without Draymond tonight, it, you know, the Kings are going to win. It's firmly in their grasp. You look at De'Aaron Fox here in these first couple of games, and he's simply been uh, unguardable. And, you know, a little-known statistic is that the most efficient player in terms of point guards in the NBA with the ball in their hands and the crunch time in the fourth quarter in those final five minutes in close games all season long has been De'Aaron Fox. You just don't hear about it because he plays in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that, you know, when you, when you neutralize the guy who was tasked with uh, guarding DeMontis Sabonis, who is, you know, no slouch of a player, he's an all-star caliber player in his own right, and couple that with the fact that they haven't really had an answer for De'Aaron Fox at this point, and to some degree uh, with Malik Monk. And then, yeah, you know, you also have Harrison Barnes and a couple other, uh, you know, really solid players in that front court. I just, I just don't – I mean, uh, Steph Curry go Steph Curry mode. Maybe we'll come back next week. The series will still be going on. I'll have to eat my words and say I was all wrong. I never should have doubted – you know, the, the greatness that is Steve Kerr, Stephen Curry, and the Golden State Warriors. But right now, today, uh, it looks like the ball is in the King's court, which, you know, as, as a fan of parody and seeing, uh, you know, some of these new, I'm not going to say newer teams, but small market teams that haven't had success in literally since you were in the NBA strip was the last time that the Sacramento Kings were in the NBA playoffs. So right, right. to see them, you know, go toe to toe with the defending champions and, you know, take this two nothing lead. And now and I, and to a degree, I mean, watching the film, maybe you're right. Maybe it was five D chess and that he was, you know, anyone who's been in this league for longer than two minutes knows that you, you, you do the right thing. You can probably get Draymond Green to, to do the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so maybe maybe that was planned. But either way, uh, you know, what's happened has happened. And, and I think the Sacramento Kings are in the driver's seat. All right. Well, good stuff, man. We're looking forward to seeing how things uh, continue to finish up and go down uh, through the rest of this uh Round one of series, uh, which games are going to, to uh, end up being great ones and good ones and which ones are going to end up being sweeps and out quickly, we'll find out really soon. Thanks, Double A, for once again for joining us on the block today. Andrew Alex, 247 Sports, we appreciate you as always. Always a pleasure, Strick. All right, Andrew Alex is uh, – Hopefully we'll get with him again next week. Uh, again, next week we're going to have some good guests. Uh, Chris Crushfield, the uh, head coach for uh, Omaha University. The Mavs. For the for the Mavs. And uh, he'll be joining us. And we'll probably have Samaki Walker come back and, and uh, tap in on some NBA stuff as we're deep into the playoffs. Said may may chime in at some point. Uh, he, he he actually was in the at the White House uh, doing, doing an event uh, for something. I, I can't – I don't know the full details, but he had to go down there for that. But – 
Uh, so that's why he was busy this week. Um, but yeah, man, it's gonna it's gonna be a fun day, fun night. Everybody, be careful as you uh, delve into the rest of this wonderful day of 420, uh, April the 20th. Nothing else on it, just April the 20th. Just just a nice Thursday. <laughs> well, we gotta take a quick break. Uh, we'll we'll uh, we don't know where the old school crew is, but if they're not here, that's okay. You'll get a little bit more of us. If not, we'll cross over with old school right after this. 93.7 The Ticket.